Welcome to an interview with my mentor, Tom Poland. Hi, Tom, and it's a pleasure talking to you today. <laughs> How are you doing? Good day, it's, it's a pleasure talking with you as well. Felix Mutual, I'm well, thanks. On different ends of the earth, I believe. You're up the top and I'm down the bottom. Well, technology makes everything possible. <laughs> yeah, it's Wonderful. great. So long as the sleep patterns don't get interrupted, we're good. Yes, <laughs> indeed. So Tom Holland is a multiple best-selling marketing author and has worked with clients in 151 cities around the world. He lives and works from his private resort on the Sunshine Coast of Australia. Wow. So Tom, you're a multiple best-selling author of the Leadsology Marketing Series, and you've got a new book coming out soon. So it's called Other People's Networks. Get bought new clients for free in just two hours per week. Wow, that sounds very, very great. So my first question here is, please give listeners the helicopter view, so to speak, of other right. people's networks or OPN, as you refer to it in the book. And in simple terms, how does OPN work? How does it work? Great, great question. Helicopter view is this, that once a month, four people with their email subscriber list promote a free offer that you've created. And that free offer features... Some of your intellectual property, it could be a one-page downloadable guide, a checklist, a cheat sheet, a free book, a webinar, there's a quiz. There's so many different ways you can package up something that's free that adds value to people. But embedded in that free offer is a call to action. And the call to action is typically for people to book a time to chat with you about becoming a client. Hmm. So that's the big picture. Four people, once a month, all emailing at the same time, your free offer, embedded in the offer is the call to action, which is to book a night to talk with you. So that's big helicopter view. And that's why I say with other people's networks being other people's email lists, and that's important for email lists, not social media connections, etc. Other people's networks, email lists, that's the other people's networks part. And the generation of bulk leads once a month is because they're all emailing your lead magnet, including the call to action at that same time once a month. And boom, you've got these new client inquiries mm. generated. That's well, a big that picture of you. Well, that sounds amazing. So can you share maybe a real-life example or case study where OPN worked exceptionally well? Sure. Look, it works business to business, but it also works business to consumer. So, for example, one of my clients, Rebecca Davidson, was in New Zealand. She set up a webinar, which we helped her put together. She got several partners. Now, now her thing is intuition. So this is not a commercial value proposition. A lot of people think, oh, you've got to have something to sell that's you know, like something that can make people money to a business owner. This was for individuals who wanted to tap into their intuition and to learn how to listen to their intuition. So you couldn't think of too many subjects which are more esoteric than this and intangible this. So she generated, I think it was 15 new clients at $8,000 a pop running her first webinar. And that webinar was filled from other people's networks. Before that, she'd spent a lot of money in expensive, very complicated social media advertising platform campaigns. So so that's a real-life case study. And then you get at the other end of the commercial spectrum, if you like, someone who targets senior executive leaders in some of the world's biggest corporations like Coca-Cola. I'm talking about a client, Derek Roberts, who lives in South Africa, but it targets Europe primarily, large corporations in North America, Coca-Cola, Unilever, Heinz, Heineken, food and beverage companies. So the second in command of each of these massive organizations is Derek's target market. So he's used OPM, other people's networks, to generate inquiries from his free diagnostic sample tool, if you like. And better than that, of course, was a link to say, click here to book a time to see if we should be working together. So two examples, both ends of the spectrum, 
personal development intuition to the other end, commercial products and, and the go on supermarket shelves and so on. Mike is listening to a great insight and kind of like the scope of kind of like where this all works. And well, I know from you that you're doing this quite some time now. And uh, so, right. and in this time, you made a, a ton of experiences for yourself. But what are common mistakes people make trying to implement the OPN great uh, system? The first mistake is a failure to recognize what marketing is. And what marketing is, is where you put an offer in front of someone that you're already very confident is looking for that offer. So this is very different to selling, which is going out trying to convince people they should be after that offer. And so the next question, of course, if, if you understand that this is what effective marketing does, is it puts people, put an offer in front of people that are already, hopefully already looking for it. Where do these people hang out? Well, the answer is that us human beings tend to hang out in networks. There's LinkedIn networks, there's Facebook networks, there's all sorts of Insta, TikTok networks, network, network, local business networking networks, uh, Chambers of Commerce networks, there's email lists, there's just ne the whole planet is just this massive matrix of networks which people belong to. The question is, therefore, which networks are my ideal clients most likely to be hanging out in? And the answer is that they're probably going to be hanging out in the email subscription lists of people who do something similar to what you do. Because Take me, for example. When someone subscribes to our email list, they're registering an interest in lead generation. So for me to find OPN, I find people who have email lists who are interested, subscribers who are interested in lead generation. Now, it might be a different form of lead generation, but I know when a small business owner subscribes to someone else's list because they're interested in whatever, Facebook marketing, cold calling, email marketing, whatever it happens to be, LinkedIn marketing and so on, that they are interested in lead gen. Mm -hmm. So that subscriber on that other person's email list is likely to be interested in what we've got. So... Mm -hmm. I think that the fundamental people look in the wrong places. They go to social media and there's one key criteria that you can always look for in any network to immediately figure out whether or not it's going to be happy hunting ground for your lead magnet. And that is the reason why people have joined that network. Mm -hmm. So if people, let's say you're in weight loss, that's your specialty. Then if people have joined Facebook, have they joined Facebook because they want to improve themselves physically. No, they've joined Facebook because they want to catch up with friends and family. Maybe they go to TikTok because they want to be entertained. Maybe they go to Instagram for some recipes or something. I don't know. But they're not joining those with the specific intention of getting in shape physically better. But they might have joined some email subscriber lists on weight loss or personal training, etc. So if you look at the reason people join a network, the networks that you want to target are the ones that where they're joined for the same reason that's aligned to why they might buy from you. So if you're an executive leadership coach, you're looking for networks where people have joined the networks to learn about leadership. Make sense? No, it's, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's a fantastic and dive, so, deep dive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so just, just think about it. You know, people say, well, would you do Facebook ads? Okay. Are people on Facebook for the same reason as to why they might want to buy from you? If they want to learn about social media, maybe. But if they want to do lead generation, business growth, business development, any sort of consulting training work, the answer is no. And you generate leads from Facebook? Absolutely. But it's hard work and it's complicated and it's expensive. And why would you get a ladder to go to the top of a tall tree to pick some fruit when there's the fruits hanging down, up, you know, the low-lying fruits there, which is what OPN is? Well, this is already very insightful, Tom. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> this is a really deep dive into kind of like all these facets of the OPN network. So let's broaden the, the view a little bit again. And 
You know, because other people's networks, OPN, it sounds like, you know, what many people would call joint ventures. So is that true? And could you elaborate kind of like on the key differences between OPN yeah, yeah, and traditional joint ventures? Great question. There's a lot of similarities, but one of the challenges, you know, I always say to people, joint ventures is kind of like the Wild West without the sheriffs. You know, a stranger rides into town, shoots another stranger, has a beer, and then rides off into the sunset to find another town, another stranger to suit. So what I'm saying with that, in the world of joint ventures, there is a real dearth of quality control. There's often no accountability when someone does some cross-marketing from one email list to another. No one checks in and says, was it good for you, Uwe? You know, do you want to do that again? So you can think of this as joint ventures without the commissions, without the affiliate fees, without the commercial imperative. And, and why people would want to cross-market and promote your lead magnet is pretty simple because you'll reciprocate and promote theirs and you'll be selective and you'll make sure that what they're offering is good quality and they're not hype merchants or BS artists, et cetera. But there's a lot of people out there that would, even if you've got an email list of 20 or 30 people, would love you to promote their lead magnet to their email list. And so that's different to joint ventures because we're not talking about commissions changing hands. We're talking about a reciprocity of promotion. And we're also talking about quality control where you're checking in with the partner and they're checking with you after you've done the cross-marketing to confirm that each party is happy and where most of the money is made is at that debrief meeting because that's where you're going to refer each other to other people who might want to do the same thing. It's an ongoing system that you're setting up, so I, I love it, that. It, totally. Yeah, it's the only marketing system that I know of that grows itself because it feeds on itself in a healthy way. Mm, I understand. So you imagine so, you, do, you do four OPN swaps in one month you do debrief meetings maybe with three of them because not world's not a perfect place. And let's say just two of them refer you to three partners each. So that's six new OPM partners you have, and you've started the month with four. Mm. So it's not easy to imagine, even giving conservative examples in terms of numbers mm. like I just have, that the thing is like a snowball going down the hill. And the question I often hear from people around about this stage, if it's a live audience, is, well, how do I start? You know, I, I may not have an email list. I may not even have a lead magnet of some sort. I want more clients. I want a systematic approach to generate bulk inquiries each month. That sounds like, but how the heck, where the heck do I start? And the, the first and most important answer is you start now with whatever you've got, with an email list of six people or eight people, with a one-page checklist, with a blueprint, whatever is simple and easy that adds value to put together. Always remember that in the, you know, the land of the blind, the one-eyed person is king or queen. <laughs> and what I'm saying there is that you know so much more than your target market knows. And you might not think you do, but you've just got to put some of this into a one-page shiny thing, I call it, a checklist, a blueprint, a cheat sheet, uh, put a nice brand on it, put the call to action where people can mm -hmm. click a link and you know on a PDF and, and go and, and book a time to talk with you. And you're up and running. You've got an email list of any description. Get into the game because the game is your entry ticket to the game is an email list and to mm -hmm. see whether it's small, whether it's large. One of the first things we do with some clients is mm -hmm. get them a decent sized email list of two, three, four, five hundred people fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. Almost no one is interested in promoting what you've got for commission only. Virtually everyone in this game wants you to reciprocate a promotion back for their lead magnet. So you promote their webinar, they promote yours, you promote their one page cheat sheet and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So payment of affiliate commissions is not a motivator for partners. Mm -hmm. 
And so you don't need to even offer it. And it won't compensate for you being able to, for you being needing to reciprocate. So mm. you've got to get yourself an email list that's your ticket to entry into the OPM game. And once you've got that, every time you complete every month, you have four people promoting your staff, you're going to grow your email list. And that gives you a larger entry ticket into the next size, if you like, partnership or network of OPM partners. Mm. Well, speaking of starting now, so when when did you first discover OPN and what was the catalyst for you to delve into the OPN as a marketing strategy? Well, it's a very interesting question. And I started in 1995 and believe it or not, I had a dream about OPN and the dream gave me confidence to try it. So I was marketing a three-year curriculum-based education program for entrepreneurs. It was It's a small business equivalent to, the, to an MBA, I guess. And so I, having felt motivated and having felt clear on what the strategy should be, we tried advertising and we tried sending out, you know, 20,000 direct mail letters to cold cold prospects. We tried a lot of things and some of it worked okay and some of it didn't work so well. But what, after the dream, I approached CPA or accounting firms. So I knew would have our ideal clients, small business owners within their client bases in their email list. And we said to them, why don't we put an event on, which you'll be seeing to sponsor, but it won't cost you anything. Just invite your clients along. Here's a recording of the last one we did. So you can see the quality control is there and you make sure it's a fit. And so that's what we did. And we ran that year after year after year until the internet started. And then I went online <laughs> and running webinars instead of physical events. So that's where it started, started in 1995, which is almost 30 years ago now. So there's, there's a lot of lessons learned in that time, I have to say. There's a lot of mistakes that I made. And there's a lot of head scratching as to why a particular OPN promotion worked or why it didn't work. So I think we've got pretty well dialed in now to the point where I think we've got, in the last three years, we've had something like 600 OPM partners. So we've, we've learned a bit. Yeah, of and and the book is reflective of, of those key learnings. Mm. So was there a specific aha moment, kind of like when you realized that the OPN's potential? Yeah, I think, you know, our second year in business was a record-breaking year for me, and that was based almost completely on OPN at that point, whereas the mm. first year we tried a lot of other stuff that worked kind of okay, but not swell. You know, there wasn't a lot of margin left. So, yeah, the second year we had $300,000 profit for, you know, the second year of a business, that's pretty good going, and that was all, all down to OPN. So that, mm. that was the big aha moment in terms of the realization that OPN could actually be the only marketing method that we needed that we didn't have to spend money on advertising anymore. We didn't have to send out 10 or 20,000, you know, letters to direct mail letters to cold prospects, et cetera, that there was enough networks who had our ideal clients in, it, in them that, that we could we could sustain year after year after year, decade after decade, we could sustain the marketing efforts. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, these these moments are so crucial in, in our paths. And I guess that listeners would be curious about how, can they identify good OPN partners? Mm. So that's step one in the process. And the the answer is that it's incredibly simple. You you Google search three, three searches. One is the description of your target market, executives, stay-at-home mums, architects, whoever your target market is. You Google a, that term. You Google the medium through which you want to do your marketing, whether that's a quiz or a download or a cheat sheet or a webinar or a free book, or whatever it happens to be, the medium through which you want to get your, you know, your lead magnet, if you were, and you Google a term which describes your specialty, mm. weight loss specialist, 
leadership training, whatever else it happens to be. And what you'll find as you Google those three terms is you'll get thousands of people who are targeting the target market you described with a similar or the same specialty that you've offered through the same medium through which you can offer as well. Mm-hmm. And you've just uncovered literally, if not thousands, it's certainly hundreds of people who are targeting the same target market with you. Dollars to donuts, they'll have an email list, but that can be quickly confirmed by visiting their website and seeing if they have an opt-in on there. Oh, and that's yeah, the easiest thing in the world. So the challenge then is that you've got to create an environment for them to get to know you and, and trust you build what I call the four levels of psychological allure, which is the rapport, respect, relatability, and reciprocity. So so there's a lot more to unpack, which we may not have time for, but the identification is the first step. Then there's a step where we qualify, and one of the big qualifications is what is the reason that people have joined this person's email list who is promoting this webinar or whatever it is to their, to their email list. The reasons aligned, that's a big qualification tick. There are others such as, they need to be featuring themselves on their website and there's others, but there's a few things to look for there. So identification, qualification, then there's an approach to set up a meeting. There's the meeting where you need to establish the rapport, respect, relatability, and reciprocity. So, so there's a series of actually nine steps that include the identification and qualification. So that's that's the way it rolls out. The really important thing is you shouldn't initiate any of these steps. You should be controlling everything but initiating nothing because you just don't want to leave an entrepreneur in charge of their own marketing. (laughs) We go and chase another shiny thing. We get bored very quickly. So you want to have a freelancer who's doing the identification, the qualification, and the approach, and you just turn up for meetings with people who you are very confident have an interest in doing some form of cross-promotion. You don't have to initiate anything was very compelling to myself. So I might say it. So that was kind of like really right. the, the thing that really stuck with me. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. really kind of like, what a relief, right? <laughs> so, right. Yeah. You and I have to build the system, mm-hmm. but we get the freelancer to do the Google searching and the qualification, mm-hmm. et cetera, using the checklist that we give them and so on. So there is a system that needs to be followed. And that's why I say you, you control everything, but initiate nothing. Mm-hmm. You just want to, because I know what entrepreneurs are like. They want to, if people have their own business, they'll be happy to meet with people and talk about becoming clients. They're happy to work with their clients. They, they get a lot of satisfaction from that. But they do not want to be sitting in front of a spreadsheet, mm. identifying and tracking and reaching out and following up and doing all that stuff. That's just the yeah. stuff that we weren't born to do. So we get, we get that outsourced. Yeah, that sounds also very compelling. So what do listeners need to get to, to get started with OPN? Well, the best thing you do is get a copy of the book, of course, because it's all laid out there. But you, folks, beyond that, and it is all laid out in there, but you, you need to get your email list sorted. And that means you need an online CRM, so something like a MailChimp or an eye contact or something simple like that. You need to develop your, your lead magnet, your one-page cheat sheet or your webinar, whatever it happens to be. You need something of an email list. So once you oh, – I mentioned that already, sorry – Once you've got all those, you have the raw materials, you have the assets ready to go, and then you simply need the the freelancer to run the system. Mm-hmm. And I I, have to, I feel I have to apologize a little bit because there are some gaps in there, but we just can't unpack everything during the, the time that we have, unfortunately. But it is in the book, Other People's Networks. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So people should check it out when it's coming out. So I'm very curious about that. It's, because, yeah. 
Yeah, we, we're going to do a launch late October. It will be on uh, Amazon, available on Kindle and paperback. Mm. So if you don't get an opportunity to download the free book, we will be doing a free launch, as I said, towards the end of November. Then go to Amazon and search for other people's networks, Tom Poland, one Alan Poland, same as the country next to Uwe, Poland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and go get the book and just download it to your heart's content. It's, it's all laid out. It's all step by step. I really hold nothing back in the book. So the whole system is there. Go get it. Well, thank you, Tom. I appreciate you very much. So thank you for this beautiful conversation. And also I appreciate very much the insights and knowledge you share with us today. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Uwe. Well, thank you. And thanks to everyone and talk to you soon. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.